Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare thanks for listening to the best of outkick the coverage podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m eastern 3 to 6 a.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. There's an interesting dilemma that is underway here in the NBA right now. And I don't know how many of you are paying attention to it, but Kawhi Leonard is challenging the very essence of the NBA uh, system right now. The Clippers have played eight games, I believe, so far this season. And Kawhi Leonard has rested as a healthy scratch for two of them. Now, I don't know if this is going to become the issue throughout the entirety of the season. But right now, he's setting the precedent that he is going to rest for 20 regular season games. I don't know that we've ever seen this happen before in the regular season. And I'm not trying this early in the season. I'm not trying or begrudging Kawhi Leonard's right to do this or the Clippers' right to make this decision. But I am saying this is a major threat to the overall NBA because if we've learned anything at all, It's that whatever stars do eventually trickles down to other players. And we're early in the season right now. It's early November. In theory, this is the time of year when players should already be the most rested. But I don't think this is is a uh, mistake. I think that there's a decent chance that the Clippers have already mapped out 20 games that Kawhi Leonard's not going to play in this year. And they're going to go ahead and follow this plan throughout the entire season. What's wild is 
the NBA, as if this were not bad enough, the last two games that Kawhi Leonard has set have both been already set up to be nationally televised games. So ESPN, which is paying $1.3 billion a year, that's billion with a B, and Turner, which is paying over a billion dollars a year, the reason why they put the Clippers on their nationally televised games is because they care about the uh, about ratings because Kawhi's on the team and people care. A lot of people out there listening right now care. Last year, Kawhi set out 22 games, and that was at least partly on the idea that he was already injured and that the Raptors were trying to keep him healthy. And the result was, by the time it got to the postseason, he was a lot healthier than he otherwise would have been, and the Raptors won the championship. Well, pro sports and high-level sports in general is a copycat league. And so if Kawhi has even more success this year as a result of sitting, and again, he's on a pace right now to sit out around 20 games, and he set out 22 last year, everybody's going to start doing this. And this is a large issue that I think the NBA has to figure out how to get a handle on. Doc Rivers was asked about this after the game. What does he think about fans who show up wanting to watch Kawhi play? What does he think about this situation in general? And he had this to say. Listen, I, I, I'm a fan of basketball as well, you know, not just a coach. And so I, I feel for that. You know, I understand that. We obviously have to do what's right by our players. You know, we have to. It's our, it's our duty. And for a fan, it's just it's really a tough one. And there's no answer. There's no correct answer that I'm going to give you that will satisfy that person that you're talking about. Now, really what you've got is a bunch of different stakeholders with different perspectives on an issue like this. So let me start here. I don't blame Kawhi Leonard at all for this decision. And I'm sure he talked about this with the Clippers when he made the decision to come play for them and said, hey, look, I'm going to try to win you a championship, but I only want to play 60 regular season games and the other 20 or so I think I should be able to rest so that I'm ready to roll when we actually get to the postseason and I can give you a full-on effort without having to worry about being tired because I played 80, 82 regular season games. I understand the Clippers' perspective because they are in a position of needing to keep the top players in their league happy and certainly they're in a position of needing to acquiesce to whatever a star says, plus... If you're Doc Rivers or you're Steve Ballmer or you're the Clippers organization, your goal is to win a championship. So what's happening in October, November, December, January, February, March, the regular season doesn't really matter at all to you. Now, so I understand the Clippers, the ownership, and the the coach and the players all having that perspective. I also understand the perspective of the NBA, which is, We've got television partners paying us over $2 billion a year. And we've got ticket holders paying us a lot of money every night to be able to come watch the best players play. And I get the perspective of being a parent, too, when you've got kids who are huge fans of a particular player. You save up your money 
to go watch them play. And when you get to the arena, you find out that they're not actually playing and it becomes commonplace, not an occasional thing where somebody misses two or three games over the course of an 82-game schedule. But if you're going to sit out 20-plus games, you're effectively saying, I'm only going to do 75% of the regular season. This is a major challenge, I think, for the NBA and for Adam Silver. Now, I think one thing that could happen that would help to ameliorate it, at least for television audiences, is the NBA may need to institute a rule that you can't sit if you're healthy for nationally televised games. Because the reason why Kawhi Leonard and the players make the money they do is because television networks pay to carry these games. And there is already a major issue with NBA television ratings because the best players are all on the West Coast now. And a lot of you listening to me right now live on the East Coast. And so you're not going to stay up and watch these games. But that has to be remedied. And also, I think there's a growing and substantial tension between the fans who are showing up and paying money to watch players and the players who continue now to make $30, $40 million a year and don't really have much regard for what the fans think about their lack of performance. So I don't know how you solve this, but I think it's a big issue. Uh, Danny G, are you with me that this is a pretty big issue that the NBA is confronting right now? Kawhi Leonard going to sit out, not injured at all, just going to basically decide I'm not going to play 20 games this year he's on pace for, and I'm, I'm going to start off that by sitting out games in October and November, uh, even if they're nationally televised games and even if I'm 100% healthy. Yeah, this is turning into a long-term problem. A friend of mine brought his 13-year-old to the game last night. Yeah. And they bought these tickets thinking they were going to get to see Giannis versus, of course, Kawhi, which is... And Paul George. Right. NBA Finals MVP versus the league MVP. That's what it was billed as. $300 for each seat. Center loge. Yep. So imagine dropping $600 and circling it on your calendar and telling your kid... Cannot wait till we see Giannis and Kawhi. Yeah. And then you get there and it's crickets and tumbleweeds. Bad, I, bad I, problem. And no surprise, you're right about the TV network. No surprise that Doris Burke and Mark Jackson both ripped Kawhi's decision to rest last night because they need the stars on the court for these nationally televised games. Yeah, and I also think the old school NBA guy, I mean, you kind of heard it in Doc Rivers' voice there, and Mark Jackson is an old school NBA guy as well. Those guys who played 82 games feel like they can certainly criticize because it's not as if they're criticizing for something they didn't do themselves. Uh, But I'm sympathetic because there's so many different stakeholders here in terms of trying to decide what makes sense uh, for your body. Like This is ultimately an indictment of the 82-game regular season more than anything else because effectively what Kawhi's saying is, I don't care about home court. I don't care about where we're seated. All I care about is that I'm healthy and feel great when the postseason begins so that I can go 100% in those games, which matter a lot more. And effectively, what he's saying is the NBA is set up a season that doesn't make any sense. We should be playing a 60-game season instead of an 82-game season. What do you think here, Dub? I mean, what's the solution? Because I do think this is a big deal Because what's going to happen is, and what you're going to learn and see happen very quickly is, 
every superstar is eventually going to decide, hey, I want the same deal that Kawhi's got, right? This started several years ago with analytics and Greg Popovich saying, hey, I'm going to hold out my guys for X number of games on back-to-backs because the injury factors rise up and everything else. And then everybody else started looking at the number and it's accelerated now to the point where last year Kawhi was legitimately injured coming off of an injury. This year he seems to be pretty healthy and he's just like, screw it, I'm not going to play 20 of the games. Well, that's the thing. He's still not healthy because his injury is not, you know, one specific injury. It's a chronic degenerative uh, knee slash quad injury. So, I mean, this is just the way it's going to be for Kawhi probably for the rest of his career. He's going to be sitting out 15 to 20 games every single season, and that's just the way it's going to be. I don't know a solution to it. It obviously sucks for the fans, and just like Danny G pointed out, his friend and son that had to pay $600 and you didn't get to see him, if I'm the NBA next season and beyond, you got to go the extra mile in terms of scheduling these nationally televised games and make sure these ones, especially like last night with the league MVP and finals MVP, try to make it not the first or second leg of a back-to-back game because it seems like already this year Kawhi will be sitting out one of those two legs every single time this season. Yeah, the other thing is if you're a parent, and I know it sucks, and I know it's tough, I almost think you shouldn't buy tickets until the day of the game. You know, with the ability to get on StubHub or SeatGeek or whatever uh, app you use to buy tickets, you can wait until you actually hear that the player is going to be going for sure and buy the tickets then. And I know that's tough because so much of being able to go to a game like this is planning. Uh, for instance, I'm taking my nine-year-old, we talked about this yesterday, to the Alabama-LSU game uh, on Saturday, two days from now. And I'm already trying to think out, okay, how am I going to travel? What's our situation going to be? Am I going to get a hotel? Am I going to drive down and back in the same day? All those things. Now, the positive is I know that every player that matters, assuming they're healthy, and obviously Tua we don't know, is going to play. And at least right now we don't have guys sitting out of college games. But I wonder on some level whether that might start to happen in college too with some of the superstars that are coming in and say, hey, I want to limit my minutes. I know you know there's only 35 games or whatever it is that we play in college basketball, but my analytics say I should only play 22 games, so I'm going to pick 13 games and just sit them out, coach. And would a college coach really be able to quibble with that at this point in age? I mean, again, what Kawhi is doing is going to filter down. It's going to trickle down to basketball players who are not as good as Kawhi And remember, I mean, it was a huge story when LeBron started sitting out a few games. And I think as a point of pride, LeBron played 82, not last year, obviously, because of the injury, but the year before, if I'm not mistaken, his final year in Cleveland, uh, because there was so much criticism of the fact that some fans were not able to see LeBron when he took some days off. But honestly, if I'm in the same building as Kawhi Leonard right now and I'm LeBron James, uh, I'm thinking, why should I play 82 if Kawhi's going to play 60 or 62? And we know we're going to match up eventually in the postseason, and he may be a lot fresher than me. Uh, what do you think about this, Eddie Garcia? How do you handle it? How do you solve it? Well, I, I look at this, and I know you're you're in the same boat as I am as an NFL season ticket holder. I, I, I look at this from that perspective if I were an NBA fan. Would I invest season tickets for a, a team that's going to have their marquee player miss a certain number of games? And my answer would be no. I'm I'm not going to make that investment. 
Uh, if you're not going to care to give me the highest quality product that's possible, and I understand you've talked about it. I it, Logically, we can all explain why they're doing this and, and think, okay, the, their motives are 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 good and they want to have the best shot to win a championship. But again, it's my money that I'm investing and you can do what you feel is best for the organization, but I'm going to do what I feel is best for my, for me and my finances. So that's how my reaction would be. I'm not buying season tickets to the NBA. Yeah. And by the way, it's not just money, it's time, which oftentimes is as valuable or more valuable to some people as money. And your time is is precious now because there's so many obligations and responsibilities and frankly entertainment options. It's an investment and, on many levels. Yeah, right. And I saw a bunch of people last night when I tweeted out about Kawhi not playing. Uh, I saw a lot of people say, "Oh, I didn't even realize he wasn't going to play. Thanks for letting me know. Now I know I don't even need to flip the game on." Because how do you feel like, oh, we're getting an early preview of what could be an NBA Finals matchup, Giannis versus Kawhi? No, we're not. We're getting Giannis, who's obviously a great and exciting player to watch, and we're getting Kawhi Leonard watching him from the bench. And again, I'm not saying I blame the player. I certainly don't blame the uh, the team. The goal is to win a championship, and if you believe that you have a better chance to win a championship – by sitting out your star player for 20 games during the course of the regular season, so be it. But ultimately, that is an indictment of the entire NBA regular season because what Kawhi Leonard is saying is those 20 games, by and large, I believe are worthless because my goal is to be in perfect shape when it comes to April, late April, and the NBA playoffs start. And I don't care if we're the one seed, the eight seed, the five, the six. I know if I'm healthy that we can win a championship, and he may well be right. There's certainly evidence of that from last season, but it's a major issue I think the NBA has got to resolve, and I don't know how you resolve it because I don't know how – what, do you have a guy who's in charge of requiring that players play? Do you – maybe the answer is you go back to the contracts in the next collective bargaining agreement, and you say if you are a uh, – if you're not playing, you know, do you somehow set it up so players get paid – based on how many games they appear in, then obviously you set up the possibility this system can be gamed where the team puts the player in for four minutes and then he comes out, you know, and there's actually no uh, no substantial effort that's being made. I, I don't know what the solution is. LeBron played 82 after the criticism of sitting out in the final season for the Cavs at the age of 32, 33 years old. But if I'm 35-year-old LeBron James, I think, when does LeBron turn 35? I think it's this month, if I'm not mistaken. In December. December, all right. Next month, he turns 35. Of everybody out there, I would think LeBron, who's played so many more minutes and so many more games than anybody else in the NBA by far right now, considering he started at the age of 18 and has played in that many different games in general uh, in the postseason, I would think he has to be looking at the Kawhi decision and say, I should take 20 off as well. Now, maybe there's an element of, hey, we want to get used to our chemistry and everything else and get everything set up because we haven't had the same Laker team. And certainly that's something Kawhi has to think about as well because Paul George hasn't played. But this is this is a major issue facing the NBA. And I think we're starting to see some body blows landed on the NBA's overall image. When you combine this with China, I think there's a lot of people out there right now sitting in their car on their way into work like, man, I don't get to take off 25% of my work days. By the way, I would if I could. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. If 
if in my contract they were like, hey, Clay, uh, you know, we only are going to require you to show up for 75% of the days of, to do your radio show because we think that the radio show will be that much stronger on those 75% of days instead of you being tired and having to get up every morning to do your show. And starting with a new company. Can you imagine, you know, asking for time off? This is your first two weeks on the job. Yeah, I can. I mean, how many days a week does Howard Stern do now? Three. <laughs> My wife's a big Stern fan. I think he's only live now Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, I don't wow. think he even does shows on Thursday and Friday, and they pay the dude $100 million a year. So, I mean, look, there are other people in other fields of high-level compensation that would do the same thing as what Kawhi is doing. But I definitely think, I mean, this is, uh, this is ominous. When you combine yeah. this with China, the NBA has not had a good start. Roberto, what would you do? Yeah, well, this is problem is the NBA is a player's league, right? The NBA already came out and said Clippers are complying in decision to rest Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Ka- said Kawhi Leonard is not a healthy player under the league's resting policy and as such is listed as managing a knee, in- knee injury in the LA Clippers injury report. Well, if he's not a healthy player, then why, why is he playing to start the season, right? Like, if he's not, yeah, really, I mean, if he's not healthy. If you've got That's, a chronic injury, exactly. I, mean, I think this is what a lot of guys will do. I mean, when you're a uh, when you're a full time professional athlete, everybody has aches and pains and chronic injuries that that bother them. It's why every player ices their knee right after the game, you know, right? Because the knees swell up, ankles swell up. You know, when you're putting that constant wear and tear on your body, uh, then there are almost always, I would imagine issues that could allow a player to sit if they have a compliant training staff and a compliant medical staff that sits back and says, you know what, I see this as an issue. It gives you basically a get-out-of-jail-free card in terms of not having to worry about being fined for the policy. The other thing is the policy's penalties are so weak that guys like Steve Ballmer are going to say, whatever, I'll pay the fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is the equivalent of getting like a jaywalking ticket for Steve Ballmer. Exactly. The, the only way I see this changing is if but the broadcasting companies that have a contract with the NBA getting together and trying to take some money back, whether it's yeah. going and, to the courts or, you know, legally. And or I somehow. would understand ESPN and Turner having that opinion, saying, hey, you have to make your star players play for our nationally televised games. That doesn't solve the issue with people buying tickets and going to the game, things like that. Uh, but it is a major issue that I think Kawhi Leonard is uh, blowing up in a big way right now. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be this is, as always, a confident show. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us this morning. Frank Isola with us now at the Frank Isola. And Frank, NBA's taking some body blows. The China situation exposed the hypocrisy of the league. But when Kawhi Leonard is deciding that he's not going to play, this goes to the very essence of the game on the court as opposed to external factors. If you are Adam Silver, how do you handle this issue? Well, it's funny, Clay. When David Stern was the commissioner, they made a big deal about this, and they kind of laid the law down and said, you know, guys guys have to play, especially in these national televised games. Yeah. And then they came out yesterday with a statement that said the injury is legitimate. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? He's in, How is he in compliance? He's healthy enough to play, and he's deciding not to play in a for the second week in a row in an ESPN game. But, Clay, we saw this coming last year. He sat out 22 games with Toronto. That's in the Eastern Conference. They went 17-5 and in those games. They win a championship, so you knew that he was going to incorporate this load management plan. Big difference, though. He's in the West. 
They're already 0-2 without him. Yep. So the seeding could be affected. The Clippers' seeding could be affected. But the guys that argue in favor for it, Clay, they'll say, well, it worked last year. They won a championship. Well, guess what? There's going to be a team that wins a championship this year that are probably going to have a player on it who's missed games. So, yeah, basically all 30 teams are doing it. I mean, how's it working out for Philadelphia? They haven't gotten out of the second round, and they've been doing load management with Joel Embiid since the day he entered the league. So, I mean, it, it, the whole thing, it's, it's such a bad look. And 16 games into the season, this guy's already missed two games, both of them nationally televised games. Yeah, look, here's the other thing, and, and I'm, I'm sure you kind of get this, and I think older school fans of the NBA would as well. Guys didn't build the league, and they're reaping all the benefits and yes. they don't understand what it took to build the league. And I don't want to sound like an old guy, uh, but but I do think that understanding why the league is where it is is because you're standing to still align from Isaac Newton on the shoulders of giants, right? Like Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. You can run through the whole list of guys who made the NBA what it is today. The reason why guys are making 30 or $40 million a year now is because of the blood, sweat, and tears of those guys who came before them that built the league to this point. And so guys don't understand, I don't think, that that gravy train is not destined to exist forever, right? Just because it is right now. And, and, and you know, th- there is an element of, I think, sort of you giving back to the game in a larger sense. And I understand Kawhi not playing, but to me this goes and becomes sort of an existential crisis of the NBA itself because effectively what Kawhi's saying is, I don't care about playoff seating. I don't care about an 82-game regular season. I'm going to give you 60 games, and I think that's going to be good enough to get a championship. And if that's true, then everybody's going to start giving you 60 games because if we learned anything... It's that ultimately whatever the stars do is copied. 100%. If you go back, you know, when Michael Jordan played, it, you know, guys wore it as a badge of honor that they played 82 games. Now it seemed like you don't have any cachet in the league unless you are missing games. Yep. That's how bizarre the whole thing is. And remember, coaches practice less than they ever used to. The idea of like Pat Riley running three-hour practices, that's not happening with any team anymore in the NBA, certainly during the regular season. So the practices have been reduced. The back-to-backs have been reduced. Three games in four nights. Four games in six nights have been reduced. Guys are playing less and more guys are getting hurt. So to me, there's no explanation to it. And Kawhi was called. Last year when Kawhi missed those 22 games, that was all him. He was deciding which games he was going to play yep. and not play. And, and I think, by the way, doing... Frank, I think he's already done it. I think he and his team have probably already looked at the 82-game oh. schedule and given the Clippers a list and said, hey, I'm out for these games. No, he, I'm, I'm sure he has. I'm, he definitely has. And yesterday, and I like Doc Rivers, but for Doc Rivers to sit there and when he's asked about it, say, well, they could come watch me coach on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, that kind of attitude, it's so obnoxious and condescending to the fans. No one in the media, Clay, here's the big thing. The media has gone soft. Yeah. The media is the one encouraging this whole thing in a lot of ways because they come up with all this stuff about, well, the sports science of it and, and, you know, guys getting hurt. Clay, if I tell you to never leave your house, chances are you won't get hit by a bus. Right. But that doesn't mean that's like the right thing to do. Every, like, I could work for a team and say, you know what, he probably shouldn't play this game. It doesn't make me a genius. That's not what it's about. 
you're, you're, you're basically telling fans you spend a lot of money. Remember, the Clippers had a pep rally when they signed this guy. And now you have, he's playing Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know that there's one family out there that, that just bought tickets to that game last night. Oh, a ton of them, yes. Play Kawhi Leonard, and they show up and he's not playing. And I monitor this, Clay. Last year, already he missed the game in Utah. Last year, LeBron, now one of them was legit. LeBron was legitimately hurt. He missed both games in, in Salt Lake City. Watch how many players miss games in cities like Utah and Memphis, Detroit. Now, for those teams and the head coaches, it's probably great that they're thinking, good, these star players aren't showing up. How about those fans who are buying tickets just to see those superstar players play? And some of them don't even make the trip, much less play. Yeah, I think it's a good point because everybody's so focused on their brand now that they will decide oftentimes to skip games against smaller market teams because, hey, if you're in New York or L.A., you want that attention from the local media. You want people to recognize your talent. But like you said, if you're going to find yourself in Memphis, Utah, uh, you know, a lot of different cities where there isn't necessarily going to be that massive outpouring of fan interest and just media size in general, I think that could factor in. Uh, it's something that that makes it even more challenging for the small market teams, which rely on the fact that their fans can go see the big-time superstar right. roll into town. That was what got a lot of criticism a couple of years ago when LeBron didn't go as Memphis, right? Like he didn't yep. go play in Memphis, and there aren't even that many trips, for instance, when the, the Cavs would have been going to, uh, to Memphis. So a lot of people bought tickets, and they said, hey, I want to go see the LeBron show, and the LeBron show never started. And to LeBron's credit... I think he kind of took that criticism to heart because his final year in Cleveland, he played all 82. Um, and we'll see exactly how many games he plays and, this year, and, but he's coming off of an injury. And, Clay, to me, you know, everyone, well, the Spurs did it. The Spurs did it. Go look at Tim Duncan's games played and minutes. They started doing that much later in his career. Was it still wrong? Absolutely. To me, LeBron, because we can get on LeBron for a million things, LeBron has played 46,000 minutes. 239 playoff games. Wake me up when these other players get anywhere near that, right. including Kawhi Leonard. So LeBron at this stage of the game, is in, he's, he's, I put him in a different category because he's been doing it so long. These other guys, and it, uh, it's disappointing. It, it really is because you want to like Kawhi Leonard, but it's hard to support him on something like this because there are people who paid a lot of money to go watch him play, and he just doesn't want to play. And we all could say load management. Get out there and play. How was how was Michael Jordan doing it for all those years? Tim Duncan, John Stockton, Carmelo. I covered Patrick Ewing in New York. We used to make a big deal over the fact that Patrick's knee was bothering him, that he couldn't practice. He played all the time. Yeah, again, because it was a point of pride. Uh, I mean, I, I think you hit on it. I think Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, in his final year with the Wizards at 42 years old, I think he played yeah. in 82. He had, he had the Joe DiMaggio um, theory that someone is probably going to come see me play for the first time, so I want to put on a show for them. And Clay, I always tell this story. There was a certain point in Jordan's career, he was with the Bulls at the time, he got suspended, I think, for slapping somebody. The league suspended him for two games. Two of those games were going to be on the West Coast. It might have been like Phoenix-Portland. The fans of those cities lost their minds. They were so upset at the league for suspending Michael Jordan because he only comes there once a year. That was the attitude of the yeah. fans the players, and the media. Because the media thinks they have it all figured out now where it's the greatest thing that guys miss games. Because the media gets to go to the games for free. Right. Remember. 
Oh, I mean, I think you hit on something important there with the media. I think the media has moved from, by and large, thinking they're defending the voice of the fan to now defending the player. And and it's an intriguing. I bet you've seen that kind of happen in your career um, where it's almost like media has become afraid to criticize players, and I don't know if that's because of social media and because the you know there's a stands out there who doesn't matter what happens. Like if you say a negative word, I'm sure you've seen this. Like LeBron's got his army of people. You know, it's like the Beehive. They show up and they're like, "Oh my yep. God, how dare you, uh, cry, you know, criticize LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard, whoever it might be." And as a result, I think the media has become less likely to actually criticize players and more likely to defend any decision that they make. Yeah, and I think it's kind of a race for access. And I used to think that the NFL writers, you know, a lot of them would kind of protect the shield. I kind of think that's a little bit more with the NBA writers. There's a lot of good people that cover the NBA, but, you know, don't be sitting there, like, breaking down the science of guys missing games. Then let's stop playing 82 games then. Yeah, that's the response. You know, I mean, come on. It's just not right to do this to the fans. And, you know, when you're in the media – the idea is to be an advocate for the consumer. Yes. That, that's like kind of part of your job. Maybe we should get back to doing that a little bit. Uh, what do you think, by the way? Let's go pivot quickly here. Thursday night football, uh, Chargers and Raiders. What do you think about this game? Are you excited to watch it? Do you think it matters in the grand scheme of things? Well, not really. Neither team really moves the needle for me much. It's, it's always funny with the Chargers. You watch the way that they played against Green Bay, and I guess they got a lot healthier. It always seems like the Chargers – make kind of this run, they somehow manage to get in the playoffs, but then they're always on the road where they're going to have to win three road games to make it to a Super Bowl. And I guess even when they play at home, it's technically a road game anyway. But, you know, it'll be better. Hopefully it'll be better than the, the Monday night game that we had a few weeks ago with, you know, Miami and Pittsburgh. And, you know, so, some of these games could be tough. Even last week's game wasn't great. Outstanding stuff as always, my man. We'll watch you on Around the Horn. You on this week? Uh, PTI today. How about that? I Big time. Give me a bone, play. Man, you keep getting the call up pretty soon. I don't know. Tony better be nervous. He's going to get Wally pipped. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's Frank Isola. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. NFL Week 10 returns tonight with the Chargers going on the road against the Raiders. And as we went to break... I was raising what I think is an intriguing question. Philip Rivers turns 38 years old next year. Uh, we're talking about load management in hour one. And this is, uh, I think, you know, why a lot of people like the NFL uh, more than they do the NBA and other leagues. Philip Rivers has started every regular season game since September 11th, 2006. So 13 straight years. Philip Rivers has not missed a game. And I know there have been a lot of times when if you talk to Philip Rivers, he would say, yeah, I'd love to take this week off for load management. I feel like absolute crap. But he has gone out there. He's been a warrior. He has played. There hasn't ever been a time when somebody showed up for an NFL game and somebody's not playing just because they don't feel good or because they feel like they're trying to save themselves for the postseason. That almost never happens. If it does happen... It's almost always in the final game of the regular season, and you kind of know that. Hey, you know what? If a team's already clinched home field, if they've already got everything locked up for the playoffs, maybe it doesn't make sense for them to go full bore in the final week of the regular season and risk everything. But I do think that one of the intriguing subplots of tonight's game is if the Chargers win, 
the Chargers win and they are prepared going forward. They get back to five and five. Credit to the Chargers who had a devastating loss uh, against the Titans to drop them to two and five. And it would have been easy for a lot of teams to say, screw it, man, this is just not our year. We're going to start to mail it in a little bit. Instead, Chargers went on the road the next week. They got lucky. Eddie Pinero shanked a field goal. They got the win over the Bears. And then they last week just absolutely dominated the Packers. Uh, and then if they win this game, they get to 5-5. Uh, five and five, And then they get uh, to uh, their bye week. So they get time to heal up a little bit. And then the Chiefs come to town. Uh, and that game is down in Mexico. And they get a chance to prove to the Chiefs maybe that the AFC West could be a race. Then they get the Broncos. I know they've already lost to the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken, but that's a game that you have to feel like the Chargers should win. Then they get the Jags. Okay, that's a very winnable game. They get the Vikings at home. We know how Kirk Cousins has been on big games on the road. They get the Raiders at home, and then they finish with the Chiefs. So if you're sitting around and you're looking at this schedule right now, I think almost you have to be thinking, in order to make the playoffs, we might be able to lose one more game probably we need to run the table. The Chargers probably need to run the table from here on out. If they are able to beat the Raiders, then they go into the bye week and you can at least look at the final six and say, okay, can we go 6-0 and down the stretch? At a minimum, can we go 5-1? and Two of those games are against the Chiefs. We have to get those wins in order to be able to compete for a championship. Right? I mean, that's really what you got to be thinking if you're Phillip Rivers. If you lose this game to the Raiders as you go into the bye week, then I think it's almost time to start to contemplate, is this the end of Phillip Rivers with the Chargers? He's been there for so long, but he's turning 38 years old next month, and he's an unrestricted free agent. After this year, he has the ability to go wherever he would like in theory. And I have to wonder on some level, what would the Chargers decide to do with a 38-year-old quarterback? We talked about earlier this week, what kind of value do you think there is on NFL teams as they assess Cam Newton in the event that the Carolina Panthers decide to let Cam go at the end of this season, which I think is very, very likely. How many teams out there would be willing to sign Phillip Rivers at the age of 38 years old to start over somewhere new. Now, maybe Phillip Rivers doesn't want to do it. Certainly, the Chargers have proven that they will play hardball with players in negotiations. You saw what they just did with Melvin Gordon. So the Chargers could certainly franchise tag Phillip Rivers and say, no, we think you got a couple of years left in you. We're not going to let you go, but we don't want to sign you to a long-term deal. Therefore, we're going to give you whatever the math would be, $30 million plus at the age of 39 to be our quarterback. Or do the Chargers look around? They just fired Ken Wisenhunt. Do they say, hey, depending on where we finish in the draft this year, maybe it's time to go finally find the replacement for Phillip Rivers. We love you, Phillip, but we don't think we're going to win a championship with you. It's time for us to start on the future of our franchise. Without you, we'll allow you to be an unrestricted free agent and go out into the NFL world and see how many other teams might be interested in you. And how many teams would be interested? Talked about this the other day. I think if you look at the NFL right now, there are probably six teams that you can make an argument 
hey, they should be interested potentially in getting a new quarterback, either in the draft or if you think your team is good enough right now, maybe you go grab this guy and believe you can plug and play him for a couple of years. In terms of the plug and play options, would the Bears rather have Phillip Rivers for two years, even as he approaches the age of 40, than Mitchell Trubisky? I think that's a valid idea. If you told me right now, and you told the average Bears fan, hey, you guys can get Phillip Rivers for the next couple of years, if you believe in that defense, how much better would the Bears be with Phillip Rivers? It's an interesting question. And is it enough better that you're willing to potentially have him for only a couple of years because he's 38? Is he going to be Tom Brady and play until he's 42 and play at a high level? Maybe. In which case, Phillip Rivers may think he has three or four years left. It seems like Drew Brees thinks he has a couple of years left. He's 40 years old now. Tom Brady is 42. I think that's a move that would make sense for the Bears. I really do. Now, there's other guys I like more, certainly. But are they available? Are the Bears willing to make that move? If Phillip Rivers is an unrestricted free agent, I would think the Bears have to be a bidder. What about the Titans? Titans right now have Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota who both become unrestricted free agents at the end of this year. Even though he's 38 years old, would the Titans rather have Phillip Rivers? Maybe. Phillip Rivers from North Alabama. It's an easy drive down to where all his family still lives for Phillip Rivers from Nashville. Unrestricted free agent. The Titans have a ton of cap room. Do they have a team that they think is good enough to win if they had the right quarterback? I think they may believe that. Even if it's 38-year-old Phillip Rivers, there was talk of the Titans trading for Phillip Rivers several years ago before they decided to go in and get Marcus Mariota. And even back then, people were saying, well, how many years does Phillip Rivers have? I think that's a move that could make sense for the Titans. Carolina Panthers, probably not if they let go of Cam Newton, but maybe. If Kyle Allen's not your guy and you don't feel that confident about Will Greer as your quarterback of the future, it's at least a team, a guy you could consider. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, would you rather have Phillip Rivers than Jameis Winston? Yeah, I think I would. I do, for a couple of years. Now, I don't know what's going on with Tampa Bay. It seems like they've decided that they're willing to ride or die with Jameis Winston forever. And the answer is they're going to die. They stink. <laughs> they've stunk with him every year. What about Miami or or Cincinnati? Probably not. Probably doesn't make a lot of sense. What about the Redskins? I know you're starting Dwayne Haskins again, but if the goal is to win and you got a new coach, wouldn't you rather have Phillip Rivers than Dwayne Haskins or Case Keenum or Colt McCoy? Or is that team just so bad it doesn't matter anyway? Denver? I don't know that the Chargers would be very happy with the idea of letting a guy in their division go play against them. But John Elway has proven that he can bring in veteran quarterbacks, and sometimes they work out, i.e. Peyton Manning, and sometimes they don't work out, i.e. Joe Flacco. I don't think that's likely because I don't know if they have the cap room to be able to do it. That's about seven teams that I just ran through right there that all could theoretically make sense, and all of these discussion points, I believe, are directly connected to what happens this year with the Chargers in this final seven-game stretch beginning tonight with the Oakland Raiders. Let me bring in the crew. Where does Phillip Rivers go from here 
in you guys' mind? Danny G, Phillip Rivers turning 38 next month. How many more years does he have? What are the Chargers going to do thinking about him going forward? He's an unrestricted free agent theoretically right now at the end of this season. It seems like it would make sense for the Chargers to maybe sign him for one more season to a short-term contract if they could come to terms on that just so they can open up SoFi with some stability and knowing what they have rather than somebody that they draft because then they'll be in the same position as some of these other teams that have youngsters and they don't exactly know what they have yet. I feel like Chicago, Denver, and Tennessee are all going to try to make plays to get Phillip Rivers because I think he could possibly be a one-two season quick fix for those three squads. If you think that you are close to being able to contend for a division title, and I, I don't think it's crazy for those three teams to believe that, if you just had the right guy at quarterback, then yeah, I think Phillip Rivers could make sense. Now, everybody ideally wants to find the quarterback of the future and be able to know, hey, this is our guy for the next 5, 10, 15 years. That doesn't happen very often. The NFL is such a short-term league. I think you have to think in like two and three and four-year windows. And so if that's the case, the Titans are a nine and seven team three straight years, but haven't been good enough to kind of get over that hump. Why haven't they? Well, one argument is the quarterback play. So if you think the difference between a good quarterback, you can go from eight and eight to nine and seven to uh, 10 and six or 11 and five, 10 and six or 11 and five typically is where you believe you need to be in order to contend for a championship or a Super Bowl run. Now, Phillip Rivers has never been able to do that with the Chargers, so the counter-argument is, why is he suddenly going to be able to do it with a new team? But at least he's been in that discussion for most of his career. What about you, Dub? Where do you see Phillip Rivers uh, ending up? Well, I think the Bears, Titans, and Bucks make a ton of sense, but there's another team that could potentially be in the running, and that's the Steelers. They don't have a first-round pick next year. We don't really know... Big Ben's status coming back from that injury that he suffered early on this season. And they have a really good team. They got a top 10 defense. They got a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. So if they don't believe in Mason Rudolph after they get basically a full season out of him, they don't have a first round pick next season, as I mentioned. So that could be another potential team that could be in the running for a quarterback for two to three years. Yeah, I. I'd be very surprised if the if the Steelers aren't thinking we're going with Ben Roethlisberger or we're going with Mason Rudolph. But who knows? Cr- crazier things have happened. Eddie, where do you see Phillip Rivers? Uh, I see him re-signing uh, in L.A., and I think the Chargers are definitely going to do what they can to bring him back. They're competing for fans in a market where they are obviously working very hard to try and be relevant. You don't do that by bringing in – uh, a young quarterback or by letting a Hall of Fame quarterback walk away. So I, I think the Chargers are going to do everything they can to re-sign him for a couple of years. Now, if you're Phillip Rivers, you want a multi-year contract, right? I mean, if you're going to – like, if you're 38, I'm just being honest, I don't want to sign a one-year deal. I understand why the team would want to sign me to a one-year deal because they want to, you know, basically buy as they go. And that makes perfect sense for the Chargers – but if I'm Philip Rivers, I want three years, and I want $100 million. And he may not get it, but that's what I'm arguing for if I am his representation right now. Because I'm going to say, look, Drew Brees is 40. Uh, arguably, the Saints are the best team in the NFC. Tom Brady is 42. Arguably, the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. 
sorry, the, the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. And so why would you buy into the idea that my guy who's just turning 38 years old doesn't have at least three years left? We want $100 million. Yeah, I think I could see them doing it too. I, I think they have to. I, I, I cannot imagine the Chargers going into the new stadium, again, trying to do everything they can to, to be relevant, letting the greatest quarterback in their franchise walk away. Yeah, and look, I don't know what the franchise value is right now, but if the Chargers try to play hardball, then they're on the hook for potentially whatever it is. I mean, it's got to be close to $35 million now that you would owe a quarterback for one year if you franchise tag him. And that's an ugly look to franchise tag a guy who's played in every game for you since 2006 and has been the face of your franchise for nearly a generation. Uh, but so I, I think, again, that Phillip Rivers got pretty good equity out there. I think you demand a three-year, $100 million deal and maybe you settle for, I don't know, $27 million and, and, and per, you know, like get it up to, uh, what is that, $84 million or something like that, live, $91 million, whatever the math is on that as you kind of break it down. I think it can make a, uh, I think it can make a lot of sense. Uh, going forward Roberto is this it what do you do uh, I agree with Teddy there I think they got to do whatever they can to re-sign Philip Rivers and like you mentioned I was going to say also that Drew Brees is 40 Brady's also in his 40s well what makes you think that Philip Rivers can play into his 40s as well yeah I mean I think that's the argument if you're representing Philip Rivers if you're not the Chargers you know if you're the Titans or you are the Broncos or you're the Bears or you're the Bucks or you're one of those teams out there that has some flexibility at the quarterback position for why you would think it makes sense for him to be your guy. And I was going to say, Dan Fouts is better than Philip Rivers. No, he Eddie. isn't. Yeah, he is. No, he isn't. I think Philip Rivers <laughs> is the best Charger quarterback of all time. He, he uh, is. It's not even close. All right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new-timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be all right, NFL Week 10 uh, back with the Chargers on the road against the Raiders. Let's get everybody's pick. But first, if you missed earlier show, uh, AT sends me on Twitter the thought of, quote, are there animals with evil personalities like there are humans with evil personalities by Clay Travis will change my outlook on animals forever. I mean, again, I think it's a valid question. There are psychopathic evil humans. Are there psychopathic evil animals? It seems like there's likely to be the case, yes. Some animals are just bad dudes, just like some humans are just bad dudes. Hopefully no bad dudes going on the field tonight. Chargers, Raiders. I, After thinking about this a lot, I'm going to go Chargers to win outright money line. I think the line's like one or whatever. So I'm going to take the Chargers to win against the Raiders, and I'm going to take the over. I feel like there's going to be some points scored tonight. Um, I know that the Charger defense is playing really, really well lately, so I'm more apprehensive in that one than I am the Chargers to win outright. Danny G, I know you're a Raiders fan. Yeah. I'm sure you're picking the Raiders. Well, I'm not going to pick against my favorite yeah. team. but That's why and, you can't and, gamble. Well, I just would stay away from my favorite teams if I gambled. But I think, Clay, you and other media members, when you pick against the Raiders, that's when they play better. They play better when they're – underdogs and people don't yeah, expect stop. much yeah, no right. isn't this it true is just a typical raider fan all right so that's you're not that's not raiders. true your boy colin cowherd who tore the raiders apart at the beginning of the season especially with all the ab stuff he said on his show yesterday his two favorite teams to watch right now are the ravens and the raiders yeah those are two awful the teams to watch. The raiders. raiders by a touchdown clay yeah of course dub is and dub I, alive I'm, I'm yeah, here dub's alive yeah 
I'm alive. I'm awake. How about that? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders, too. I'm going to put a smile on Danny G and Roberto's face here with my pick. And I think people are going to be all over the Chargers tonight. So this is more of just a fade against the public here because I don't really have a great feel, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the black and silver. I don't. Thanks for uh, okay. So uh, Eddie is Eddie still here or did he bail immediately so he could? No, be, I'm here. Uh, you, so you okay? <laughs> Who are you taking? Uh, Chargers by a field goal. Chargers by a field goal. Roberto, you're a Raiders fan. Raiders, delusional. of course. Yeah, by a right. touchdown. All right, they lost I'm, four I'm going the Chargers. By the way, yeah, I'm going with the Chargers, um, and uh, I think they get it done. But we got a lot of Chargers almost discussion. lost to the Bears. By the way, yeah, uh, they beat the Packers last. Should have, should have, should have lost to the Bears. Oh, this I I hate <laughs> the fact that everybody on the West Coast cares so much about this game. The rest of us are like, man, nobody cares. Dan the Fouts Chargers is the greatest Chargers quarterback. I hope all you Raiders fans cry yourself to sleep tonight. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.